नमस्ते एवरीवन वेलकम टू द चार वक्त पॉडकास्ट योर होस्ट कुशल मेहरा ऑलराइट वी आर बैक विद द यूएफसी 267 प्रीव्यू वी आर वी आर सॉरी वी कुड नॉट प्रीव्यू 266 सो बैक विद मी शाम शाम वेलकम बैक थैंक यू गुड टू बी बैक गुड टू बी टॉकिंग सम मोर यूएफसी अगेन एंड वी विल गेट टू डू इट अगेन नेक्स्ट वीक व्हिच इज यस yes which is going to be unreal because uh, in back to back weeks we have two amazing cards so sham yeah. let's start with the main card uh ufc 267 the main card is jan blahovic versus glover teixeira what do you make of this fight it's a it it it's a really really great fight i this is one that i'm looking forward to probably just about tied with the the other one we'll talk about but I I'm really looking forward to this one because it's a really good style matchup uh like Blahovic and Teixeira people one of the things that I was hearing when I was looking at this fight is a lot of people were talking about how Blahovic is like a clear favorite on the ground like on the feet on the if the fight stays on the feet Blahovic is a clear winner which I can see why because like the guy is like a truck and everything but the thing is like if anybody has followed Teixeira's career for a significant amount of time you'll see mm. that guy hits very very hard that guy i think he has True. the most finishes in light heavyweight history i think so i think i think Teixeira so. has the most number of finishes in light heavyweight history which is which tells you what you need to know right there about his finishing power so this guy can also finish people he's finished a lot of people and not just on the ground so you know blahovic might have a slight advantage standing up for sure but i do think that tashera probably knows it tashera can also hit very hard and then on the ground tashera i think has some extra tools as compared to blahovic blahovic is not a you know he's not a bumpkin on the ground either he's he's very good his jiu jitsu game is very good but tashera is like a i think he just has a couple of extra tools when it comes to the ground game so in that ways you know how they always say styles make matchups so this is a very good style matchup Yeah, so let me pull up their uh, their record here. So let's see. Uh, there you go. Is it there? Yeah. So Jan is twenty eight eight, and and you have to remember, Blahovic's loss were in the early part of his UFC career. Since then, he's really taken well, it up a notch. It was it was only since the Luke Rockhold fight, really. I think, and yeah. maybe a couple of fights before that, that he's really started to make this comeback. And that's that's Teixeira's story as well. Teixeira. had this title shot with John Jones and I think he lost another fight after that or something like that and it looked like he was done as well he was like 39 or something when he look lost at, to John Jones look at this look at the percentage of wins by KO and TKO by Glover yeah, yeah. that's what 8%. i'm saying this guy finishes fights Crazy. man yeah and that's that's another thing that they tell you right like when you get older you lose a lot of things but the last thing to go is the power this is what bothers me with glover and this is where yan has a chance right look mm. at the strikes absorbed per minute for yeah. glover to share it's 3.84 and yeah. if blahovic hits you yeah. <laughs> you can't afford to be hit that many times by a guy like blahovic in yeah. a fight you can't afford to hit even be hit even once like rook rockhold got hit once and then he just never recovered oh yeah that That's was lights out for him well the first in the first round he got like hit with like a kick or like a punch the first time he got hit you could see his eyes were glazed over and then he was no longer in the fight and then in the second round he got knocked out but after he got hit like clean once he was gone yeah but but 
what did you think of this that they did not make it a pay per view? What do you mean? Is this not a pay per view? I don't think so. This is a pay per view. This is available on ESPN for people what? outside. Yeah. Oh. You didn't so know that? Like a wait. Is it pay-per-view for America for people in America or not? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, so Check it's available her. to everyone on ESPN. Yeah, I think this one's oh. going to be available on ESPN Plus or something. That's ridiculous because so this is a great card. I mean, it's yeah. not a it's it's not as stacked at 268. 268 is the most stacked card of the year, but like Phil Blahovich, Teixeira, Pera Jan, Corey Sanhagen, Makachev, Dan Hooker, bloody who's that guy? Uh Hamza is fighting on it. It's a great card. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's Volkov, what I'm saying. So Tabura, there are so many fights over here, right? Yeah. So let's go to the next fight. Uh, my personal favorite fight. The reason uh, I'm not trying to put uh, Blahovic or Teixeira down. I love yeah. the, you know, both of the, especially Glover. It's, it's so nice to see a fighter at this age making such a nice run. Because, and the, and the uh, funny thing, Kushal, is that they're both very similar. Like they have very similar UFC stories. Mm. and uh, they're both like very likable usually there's like a villain and there's like yeah. a hero in every fight but they're both like there's no heel in this likable yeah so it's hard to find like who do you root against because it's impossible to root against either one of them yeah it's it's this is the thing this is a fight of uh, two nice guys in yeah. ufc but honestly the fight that i'm really looking for and i think to me this is the people's main event of this card mm. is this one man yeah. oh what a fight Oh what a fight. A this is going to be a barn burner man. Yeah. Piotr Jan versus Cory Sanhagen. I believe Piotr Jan was really the champion until he, he did the stupid. He is. Stupid... He still is. I don't consider yeah, Aljamain Sterling yeah. the champion because yeah. I think Aljo is not the champ. Like four all four rounds I think or at least at least three yeah. or four rounds. Until he hit that illegal uh, knee. Yeah. He was basically dominating the fight. Yeah. If you ask me, but just look at the records again. Cory Sanhagen I mean the win loss record is fine but yeah the only thing i could say is that maybe cory has a reach advantage yeah Slight he has a reach advantage the, the thing with better yan is like the problem with that guy is he's the fucking terminator basically like i yeah. don't think there's another fighter in the ufc maybe i'm missing someone but i don't know if there's another fighter in the ufc that has a tank like uh better yan Better Jan can go five rounds without breaking into a proper sweat. Like he's not even breathing mm-hmm. hard at the end of five rounds. Like that's the kind of tank this guy has. And when you have the tank like this guy, when you have the striking skills of this guy, when you have the ground skills of this guy, it's it's a very difficult, very difficult puzzle to solve. Like I watched the fight that he had against uh, what's his name, Jose Aldo. I watched his fight against Jose Aldo. and I was like what oh, yeah. what is this man this is a whole different puzzle to solve like jose aldo is not a bad, like jose aldo is an elite fighter still a, 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 at a very high level i would argue like if you watch his last fight yeah he's look at him fight, look at him performing at 135 yeah. in general right he still has a very very high level and better yan make him look like a little boy you know he wore him out he made him tired and then he finished him and Yeah I just think that he has again a couple of tools too many maybe for Cory Sandhagen maybe that's what I think yeah I so I would, I would to, uh, big john and because uh, I think he's probably the favorite right so uh, I was listening to big john and uh, Josh Thompson and yeah. the, their analysis was because he I'm not a fight technique 
technician. But yeah. so their analysis was that if it is on the ground, I think Piotr Jan has a better chance than Corey Sanhagen. But I mean, did you see Corey Sanhagen's fight with TJ Dillashaw? Who do you think won that fight? I, I wanted to know your view on that. I, I think Sanhagen won, yeah. won a split decision. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was a I little bit surprised. I don't have huge complaints with the result, but I was a little bit surprised. Mm. Yeah, I was also. I mean, I, I'm not saying that giving uh, uh, TJ Dillashaw that fight was a steal or anything. Yeah, I don't think it was any, a robbery, but I, I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, but it was so tough to call. It is one of those things, right? Every time you watch, you can say, "Oh, this guy won," or "That guy won." It was that yeah. close. Um, it, it's very interesting yeah. that uh, Corey Sandhagen now gets this shot after losing a fight to TJ Dillashaw. Which brings me to the question here. Do you think this is a fair thing? They, should they have waited? Because TJ technically waited beat... Waited for TJ or waited for Font? No, 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 no. So, yeah. so my question was that, okay, this originally this fight was supposed to be Piotr Jan versus the current champion, Aljo, right? So Aljo got injured <laughs> uh, and obviously they had to cancel him. Cody Sanghagen comes in as a last-minute replacement because TJ Dillashaw was not injured. But do you think it's fair to TJ Dillashaw? Did he want to take this fight though? He said he didn't want to take this uh, fight. He could not have taken this fight yeah. because he was like injured. But yeah. overall, do you think uh, I mean, if he has an injury, the next title shot? Yeah, if he has an injury, then you know what, what are you going to do? That, that, we've always known this about Dana White. Like Dana White doesn't really give a shit. If somebody is injured, if somebody is not available, he doesn't care how much that person deserves it. He will give the fight to someone else because his job in his mind is to make the fights happen. That's how he thinks. Mirko, you fight Karnia, I'll put whoever is willing to fight, basically. So mm. in a sense, and Paul Felder was saying this today, I think on one of the UFC videos, Paul Felder was saying that, you know, you know, a lot of people believe that Cody Sandhagen won that fight. So in a way, you can see as some sort of cosmic justice key, he gets to, you know, prove himself once again. So I don't yeah, really I'm have happy a for Cody. problem with it. Yeah. I'm really happy for Cody Sandhagen. I really love his style of fighting. I think he's an amazing fighter. The way yeah. he goes in and out, it's, it's just fascinating to watch him. You know, how he pieces You know what would have been a good fight? I mean, this is a great fight. But, you know, another great fight I feel like would have been Sandhagen versus Font. Because Font's oh. boxing has improved so much. In his last fight, I was like, "What? The, this is like, his boxing has gone up so many levels in just a year or so. So I was like, Font versus Sandhagen would be such a good, such a good boxing fight. Yeah, who's Font going to fight? I forgot. They did book him. I forgot who's he fighting. I don't know next. who he's fighting. I don't know if he's, maybe he'll fight Dillashaw now. Yeah, I Probably don't know. fight Let's Dillashaw see. now. Yeah. Which, which is again, and which is another great fight. Yeah, yeah. Now the third fight. Uh, could we officially call this? Wait, the I didn't ask you who, who. Who do you think it goes in the Jan Sandhagen fight? Who do you think? I has... think Peter Jan. I think he's the Why slight favorite. So? Just well, I just think he 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 has more tools in his arsenal. Hmm. And you see how he fights every time he 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 trips his opponent. And then he makes them stand up. He has that yeah. unique style of fighting. And did you notice he was doing the same in uh, the Aljo fight? He would trip, Al uh, trip Aljo, take him down, and then bring him back again. He yeah. had the. I think he would give Sanhagen some trouble. I, I think he's the slight favorite. A lot of trouble. That tank that that guy has, like his stamina. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I can't think of another fighter that has the kind of stamina this guy has. Like I've watched yeah. him in round five, and he's like barely even breathing heavily. I'm like, what are you doing, 
it's crazy man i mean yeah. he just doesn't get tired and if you look at his fight uh, overall fight time and average he yeah. is very high very high now look at i think this fight is officially now the coronation of islam makachev i think if you ask me so we're yeah. talking about islam makachev versus dan hooker uh, i i will not i'll still ask who do you think is the favorite i mean it's obvious but <laughs> yeah i mean look at the bookies the, the bo- i was looking at the bookies for this and so islam makachev in this match is a minus 650 favorite Whoa. Oh, you Holy you you know money. where the bookies are at. You know where the, what the bookies are thinking. So, and I can understand why. Like, this is a guy who came from Khabib's wrestling school, or like trained with Khabib, grew up with Khabib, basically. So he's hmm. trained in that catch wrestling that has basically completely taken over MMA wrestling at this point. Like everybody wants to wrestle like that Pakistani wrestling style. So he's come from that style. Look at and that takedown. One of it. the other things. Yeah. <laughs> One of the other things that people were doubting this guy ki yaar can he stand up? Can he trade punches stand up? And I think his stand ups underrated. I think his stand ups like pretty underrated. He's in every fight that he's fought, he's actually caught people. He's actually, you know, his boxing's pretty decent. And I think the reason his boxing is decent, the reason he can catch people is that mm. he's always got that threat. He's always like he's always doing that faking. He fakes level changes all the time. so he do does this and the person they're so afraid of his wrestling that they immediately put their hands down and they're like are ye aaya sala and that's when he like catches them with a punch and then takes them down look but look at the stats 3.31 takedowns per 15 yeah. minutes 65% percent accuracy 88% takedown defense. takedown defense and one submission <laughs> average this is like insane is it's ridiculous levels man they are insane is the right word yeah, it's insane i mean and the thing with hooker is know. like hooker is a very good fighter he's a very dogged fighter he likes dog fights mm. like hooker's favorite kind of a fight is a dog fight and i don't know if islam makachev is going to give him a dog fight because islam makachev is going to be like if this is turning into a dog fight i'm going to shoot i'm going to try and take you down and dan hooker is a pretty very good He's got very good jujitsu. I don't think his jujitsu is elite by any stretch of the imagination. So you're gonna have to think that at when you're at a point when Islam Makachev does take you down, can you fight it off? And I honestly don't know if Hooker has the kind of jujitsu to be able to fight his wrestling off. The only chance that I think he has is if he can get him on the feet. He can get that knockout. obviously it's mixed martial arts so every fighter has a puncher's every chance so chance, that yeah. yeah everybody has a puncher's chance but i i think this has to be the most obvious <laughs> you would think you one. would think yeah you would think and i'm sure hooker has a point to prove like he's approaching this fight like he has a point to prove for sure you know another sneaky good fight in this card is this one <laughs> people yeah. are not talking about it Yeah. Mars uh, okay Alexander Volkov versus Marcin Taibura Marcin yeah. Taibura just for your information is on a five fight winning streak yep he has won his last five fights Marcin Taibura is again one of those sneaky good fighters that don't yeah. get discussed a lot outside of the experts and there because they understand the game so all these fighters That's coming from good, Poland man. now man Poland's producing some pretty decent fighters you have Yendrechek in the women's division you have Blahovich who's the light heavyweight champion this guy in heavyweight mm-hmm. Poland's producing some talent 
Yeah. That's India true. And, and that's, <laughs> see, with Alexander Volkov, it's obvious. He has to keep it on the ground and Marcin is going to take it, take him down. Alexander has to keep on jabbing, jabbing, jabbing and look yeah. for a good one. To and knock he has a out. huge, that's, he has a pretty big reach advantage at least. That's what I think. I don't know how yeah. tall they are. It's not yeah, that. Six, I mean, seven, 78 is, Holy shit. Oh, wow. Yeah, but look at the reach. The two-inch reach yeah. advantage. Yeah, wow. so... And so Marcin Taibura, obviously, uh, it's a striker versus grappler contest. This is yeah. where... The, yeah, look at his takedowns. My God. Yeah, he has to keep it standing because his takedown defense isn't great because he's so tall. He's like a tower, you know? His, his yeah. uh, center of gravity is like shit. So... Yeah. You push him even a little bit, it's going Yeah, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. okay. Now, everybody's happy. Kamzat is back. Li Jing Liang versus Kamzat Chemaev. Yeah. Uh, by the way, yeah. Li Jing Liang, I remember that he was eye poke. He was the open cheating in my life. He was the Australia ka wo jo fighter. He was the eye of his eye. He was the eye I remember. I remember that. But I'm excited to see Hamzat. This is uh, what weight class? This is 170, right? Yeah, yeah, 170. 170, right? Welterweight. Yeah, welterweight. If if I I think it's too early to say this, but Kamaru and Hamza is such a such a good potential fight. Like it's too, too early. early to say. I know it's too early. Too it's early. Way too early to say. There's too many contenders. I I I agree. It's just such a in my brain. It's such a great fight, Kamaru Hamza. Yeah, I would like to see. Uh, that I someday. I think uh, so. What do you think? This goes the distance or Hamza finishes <laughs> him think, in the first round? I think I don't know if he finishes him in the first round because he's taken a break. I don't think he has fought for a year. So yeah. I think it will. It I don't think. I mean, it could well be, but I think this goes at least a couple of rounds. It could even go the distance, but I definitely think it it'll go a couple of rounds. Because you're not looking at the guy who's been like, I'm sure he's been training forever, this whole year, but I think it might go into like second round at least. Man, it would be awesome if he finishes him off uh, yeah. in the first round. What itself. happens? So let's talk about this. What happens? Let me see the welterweight rankings. UFC. Yeah, pull them up. Yeah, so let's see the welterweight rankings. Okay. What happens if Kamza wins? Yeah, so Kamza right now is where? Where is this guy? Uh, where is this guy? Kamza is not in the, the top, top ten. ten. Yeah, he's no, not he's not in the top ten. Top fifteen right now. Okay, so yeah. let's say Kamza. Wait, oh, this is pound for pound. That's why I'm confused. I'm looking at uh, where is bloody welterweight man? Ah, here's welterweight. Okay, okay. Um. So is he not even in the top 10? No, he's not even in the top 15. Okay. So Kamza, no, if not. he wins, uh, if he beats, so Li Jingliang right now is number 11. So if he beats Li, mm. Ji, Li Jing, Ling Jiang, who's Jingliang, who's like number 11, then you can mm. say he's got a good shot at somebody like a, he could, he should call out somebody like a Bilal Muhammad or a Michael Kiesa. Because I think, didn't Kiesa and uh, Bilal, oh no, Kiesa fought uh, Luke. Yeah, he could call out somebody like a Kiesa or a Bilal Muhammad. I think that's a good fight for him. Like, oh, uh, Bilal Muhammad is number one. nine. Bilal Muhammad. Mm, Bilal Muhammad is I a like good that. fight. Right? 
Mohammed versus uh, mm. uh, Hamza is a great fight. I think that could be a really good fight. And if he beats I somebody like, like a Bilal, then he can immediately call out somebody in the top three. He can be like, give me Gilbert or give me Leon or give me Luke or something like that. Mm. Yeah. So if he wins this, I think he should call out like a, give me Bilal Muhammad or give me Jorge or give me Kiesa. I think he should call out one of those yes, three. sir. Yeah. Now, but uh, another... Do you let think me, Kamzad me, again fights in two months? Another yeah, fight? Yeah, I think so. I think he wa- he wants to fight like right away. He's like he's missed a whole year. I remember before he got in before he got this whole COVID thing, he was like, I want to fight whenever, as soon as possible. Like, give me, give me fight, give me fight, give me fight. So I think he'll want to fight like as soon as possible. Whenever, as mm-hmm. soon as his coaches will allow him to fight. Um, but what is, do you know what's happening with Luke? Vicente Luque was, uh, share, they were trying to make his fight with uh, uh, Nate Diaz and it, I don't think so. It's going through. I don't know what's happening there. I think fight, the last uh, I heard. He should fight uh, the champion. Whoever wins uh, Usman and uh, Colby. Colby yeah, He's think... earned it, man. He's earned it. Who no, but then that? what do you do with the winner of Jorge Masvidal and Leon Edwards? What do you do there? What if Leon beats Jorge Masvidal? Then... Leon has to get a title shot, right? Yeah, that's true. That is... Yeah, maybe Vicente and winner of Masvidal, um, Leon. Maybe. Because I don't think Leon's going to get a title shot if he beats Jorge. I don't think he's going to get a title shot. I, I, I feel if, horrible for what him. If beats, what if Masvidal beats... What if Masvidal beats... Can you Leon imagine? And, and sorry, pa, pa, party crap kar de. Yeah, yeah, he'll get a title shot. If he beats Leon Edwards, he'll get a title shot because he's a star. Leon Edwards isn't a star. That guy's a star. So he will get a title shot. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that was the thing. By the way, again, this is another guy who is very dangerous. Uh, light heavyweight, right? Huh? Light heavyweight. Oh, yeah. Ankalaev and Ozdemir. Yeah. I think Uncle Ayev is the All these people from Dagestan, man. It's a bloody invasion. It's a full-scale invasion. Is he Dagestan as well? Yeah, I man. think he's Dagestan, yeah. Uncle Ayev, I don't know if he's from Dagestan or not. Sorry. And I feel like they're made in a factory. It's incredible. I almost feel like they're produced in a factory. Grappler, basically grappler. And he's a good grappler. Look at his, uh, let's, yeah, let's yeah. Look at his stats. Look at his stats. Yeah, so significant strikes is pretty good. Grappling uh, takedown average is pretty good. Takedown accuracy is not great. Yeah, but, but now you know how good Islam Makachev is because yeah. Islam, Islam Makachev's average was three plus. Yeah, it's fuck is ridiculous. See, takedown accuracy is thirty three percent. sixty plus thi, sixty five. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 not bad. It's not bad. I think uh, I think he has a. He's probably the favorite. If you look at the bookies, I would guess that Ankalaev is the favorite. Yeah, he's minus 310 favorite. So, it makes a lot of sense. I think Ankalaev, again, has too much because Ozdemir is not a grappler at all. Ozdemir is a pure striker. He's, he's yeah. a very good striker, but he's a pure striker. And his People have forgotten Ozdemir got a title shot against DC. Yeah, yeah. It's just that Ozdemir came up against like monsters after DC. Like, who did he fight? He fought Anthony Smith, who is just on a tear right now. He fought, did he fight Anthony Smith? I don't remember. But he fought Gini Prohaska. Prohaska was okay. He fought with the other side. Rakic. 
Oh yeah, he fought Rakic, Rakic also. Yeah, yeah he fought Rakic. 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 He fought like uh, really up and coming. Who was the guy who recently got a title shot? Uh, who lost to John Jones? Uh, Gustafsson. No, no, Gustafsson. No, this is the guy who Oh. Reyes, Reyes. Yeah, Reyes. Reyes. Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I think Uncle Ayev is probably the favorite for me. I don't know yeah, what is. I think Uncle Ayev is the favorite, even I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I don't think that he has any chance. Record. Let, Let me, me see what his record is. Yeah, so his record is 17 and 5. 17 and 5, and what's his who who are his last fight? Does does it say what his last fights were? Yeah, here we go. Um so yeah, he lost to Prohaska. He actually yeah, oh, Prohaska, no, uske pehle he lost to Rakic. No, no, he beat Rakic. Yeah. Yeah, he beat Rakic and he beat uh yeah, so I was right. So he he lost to Comier, he lost to Anthony Smith, and he lost to Reyes. Then he beat yeah. Latifi and he beat Rakic and he lost to Prohaska like brutally, brutally. Yeah, lost so he's to fighting straight up killers. Yeah, uh, he's in, he's in fighting Nathan. monsters. He's fighting murderers basically. That's that's the thing. And this guy is another possible murderer, Ankalaev. So good for him. Oh man, freaking! This is good for be... Ozdemir on taking all these fucking crazy fights. <laughs> yeah. So let me put up the prelim card now. Uh, yeah. Because there are a couple of fights in the prelims that I actually am really looking forward to. Yeah. I'll tell you the one, obviously. Amanda Hibas versus Verna Janjiroba. I, I yeah. actually like the way Janjiroba fights. I think she's going to win, in my opinion. And yeah. this one is I'm really looking forward to. I Which want one? to see Zubera fight again. Zubera, Tukugov, Ricardo Ramos. Zubera is also Smash, Team Smash Factory. Team Smash. And, and this guy, yeah. uh, are, what's his name? Uh, under there, if you go under a little bit. So Zubera is very good. And this guy, Shamil Gazmatov. Ah. Gazmatov is another good fight. Yes, sir. Mm. This is he also a good fight. Uh, Amir Khani versus like Leron Murphy. Yeah, Amir Khani is fun to watch. Yeah. I Amir like when, every time Leron he fights. Murphy is fun to watch. They're both fun fighters. Dagestan, this uh, another one, jo, jisme, what's the other one? Chechenia, Dagestan, Chechenia, this entire area. All of these people, all of these people are Dagestani, Chechenia. There's a couple of good fighters coming from Georgia, like um, uh, European hmm. Georgia. Uh, hmm. So that, that, that whole sort of little Slavic area, they're just producing murderers. It's just murderers row over there. Yeah, man, it's crazy. And and yeah. the and the talent doesn't seem to end. You have to understand. This is just the UFC roster. Yeah. Now you have Bellator, where you have Usman, right? Nurmagomedov. He is yeah. fighting over there. Then they have three, four more fighters over there who are all from that area. Yeah. Then if you go into PFL, there are some more fighters over there. And and they've realized. I think they've realized that there is no prospect in Dagestan. What is the biggest prospect in going to the fighting game, getting into the UFC and make money? What else, what else are people doing in Dagestan? Nothing else. They said, go to this place. 
I think uh, this does not last beyond two rounds. I If, would be shocked. I would honestly be shocked because they both yeah, and, like and I think Gechi is going to. Uh, if Chandler wins, it has to be a first round TKO. Otherwise, second round Gechi is going to get. Uh, But what about <laughs> uh, what about wrestling? What about on the wrestling front? Like, because I know Wait, it always happens, and we talk about it. Chandler it always happens Gechi. that. No, no. What I'm saying is, what it always happens that when it's two wrestlers fighting, it's not a wrestling match. It's a stand up. brawl generally Chandler has that right hand man he has got see people forget even Chandler the has a right hand remember. of doom Gechi has a right hand of doom they both have right okay, hands so leg doom. kicks leg kicks man Gechi has leg you remember right even in that title fight the Chandler lost yeah. he was winning the first round yeah, he just could he not won the first round him. 10-8 it was probably Oliveira. 10-8 uh it was probably not a 10-8 but it it could 10, have been a 10-8 nahi tha 10-8 ya 269 no, no 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 okay that was fun I, man I, I it, the, actually it was saw, a lot of fun i just saw fedor knocking somebody out and i was very happy because yeah johnson yeah. it was very it was a lot of fun johnson came into the <laughs> cage with hulk hogan's music jo hulk hogan ka song hota tha wo russia mein uske sath aaya that's amazing <laughs> it was so funny got knocked out cold <laughs> A minute oh, and forty seconds, he got knocked out. Oh, forty-five years old, that guy is. He's forty-five yeah, years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, Fedor, yeah, yeah. He's still so, murdering people. Fedor, yeah, Fedor, a uh, million. And you know what? The funniest part is he's still not retiring. I'm going to fight. Abey, he's still murdering people. So why does he have to retire? <laughs> yeah. So that that was there. Stop it! Just completely puri. बैंड बज गई थी उसके लिए दिस इज द गाय वॉज टॉकिंग अबाउट उस्मान नुमागोमेराफ लेट मी रुक पुट द रिजल्ट्स अरे नुमागोमेराफ आल्सो हां ये कबीब का कजिन है ना ये अच्छा कजिन हां कजिन है ना कबीब का ये ये एक्चुअली में कबीब का कजिन है कबीब की टीम में है ये तो ही अरे यार इसको तो ये लुल्ला फाइट दी थी टू बी वेरी ऑनेस्ट मतलब सीरियसली लुल्ली फाइट दी थी इसको सीरियस प्लेयर्स दो यार ये मतलब ऐसे ही उड़ा रहा है लोगों को हु इज दैट फाइटर इन द यूएफसी इजंट देयर अ फाइटर इन द यूएफसी दैट कीप्स गेटिंग दीस record. Like he had so, an okay so, record, the guy. So I I'll give you the logic behind it. So I can give you two parallels to it. Let's talk about Bellator first. So there is an amazing fighter. I'm very fond of him. Is Aaron Pico. 
Now, and Pico started getting people who are much higher and tougher, and he lost. Yeah. And then what happened was that look, this is how fight promotions think. If we are going to pay you X amount of money, we're going to put yeah. you against killers. If you don't want, and Sean O'Malley is smart. He's giving me killer money. So why should I fight those killers? I'm going to fight people according to my pay grade. You want right. me to fight those killers? You give me more money. And Sean O'Malley. So you think it's a money thing, right? You think it's a yeah, money yeah, thing? it's a money you, thing. You you, 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 you don't thing. think it's a question of like uh, UFC trying to protect a po- potential assets no. popularity? If they wanted to protect him, they would not have given him Chito Vera, right? Whom he lost to because he broke his leg. Yeah, but Chito Vera was also not like red hot when he when Sean O'Malley. But he was him. ranked. He was ranked, right? Chito Vera is ranked. Sean was not ranked. Sure, sure. But I think since then, so you think it's a money thing? That's why. Yeah, and and I think it's a money thing from Sean O'Malley's end. He's yeah. been very vocal about it. He's like, I'm not going to file killers while you give me uh, like uh, kachra money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give fair. me more money and I'll fight them. He yeah. he is smart, and I think uh, he what he's doing is the right thing. I think Sean O'Malley is is playing his game and putting his cards in the right places. Um, Okay, again, Ashwin has yeah, asked, what, what about the Orlovsky fight? You, you see, he's talking about the last UFC fight night where yeah, yeah, yeah. Orlovsky won. No, no, yeah. last night, the one before Orlovsky that. Orlovsky is such, sorry, a, I'm sorry. such a freaking legend, man. That guy. I think he'll be yeah. like 90 years old and still like, Dina, give me fight, please. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, another good fight on the Bellator card was Anatoly Tokov versus uh, Sharaf Davlato, Davlat Murodov. I think this mm. was a good fight. If you guys can check it out, please do. Uh, prelims, I so I can't comment on it. But I have to talk about this. The yeah. last fight night, UFC fight night. Forget every other fight. We have to talk about this fight. Did you see Costa versus Vittori? Uh, How did Vettori uh, take those kicks? Yeah. Now I get because of the stance, every time Costa used to kick, it was not hitting the liver. I get it. The liver kick hurts a lot more. So point taken. But did you listen to the third? The, the sound of those kicks, man. Every yeah. time. Every he, time he, he would punch him. And did you know that's fine also. But did, did you see that flush head kick he caught? Flush. Flush on his temple, he catches the head kick and doesn't even move. He's like, okay, no problem. <laughs> that guy, that? See, that's why I said not having a brain inside your skull can also be a yeah, positive man. thing sometimes. <laughs> his Dude, brain is so much like fluid in there. So he gets protected by head damage. I, I was shell-shocked when I yeah. <laughs> I I was actually state of shock I don't yeah. know how look Costa threw everything at him yeah. in the fifth round and you could see Vettori you know slowing down because it's very clear Costa won the second round and the fifth round for sure yeah. and uh, Vettori was you know really on that verge but Vettori it was, was sheer... just it was volume Vettori won on volume basically yeah but he wasn't hurting Costa to... really. I, I remember the liver shot, the punch that Costa hit Vettori with in the last, the body shot in the last round, fifth round. And I was like, how is he standing? How yeah. can a human being stand? But TK, fight the amazing thing. But three three things I want your opinion on. Point number one, what did you make of Jason Herzog's point deduction in the second round for the eye poke? He immediately deducted a point. That's what, my first question. That was the first eye poke, right? Was that the second eye poke? Like, 
He gave him warnings. To be fair to Jason Herzog, he gave him yeah. a lot of warnings. As like, please watch your hands. Please watch your hands. And boom, the eye poke happened, and he he deducted a point. What did yeah, you guys? Yeah, I mean, uh, did you think? I I get it because if you give somebody a number of warnings and they still do it, you don't really you're not really left with a choice. But at the same time, I have seen so many fights, so many fights in the last couple of months where there's been eye poke after eye poke after eye poke after eye poke. and you've only seen warnings and you've only seen like don't do that i'll take a point but the point is never taken so i can see that if tomorrow costa comes out and says i have a problem with that point deduction i can see why because there's other fighters who've done this on numerous occasions and they have not had hmm. point uh, point point deductions recently this happened in some fight where there was like a a number of eye pokes on a fighter uh but but they didn't they didn't take the uh, do the point reduction or whatever but there was another point deduction uh, in the Francisco Trinaldo and uh, Dwight Grant fight too where was that for the ipoke also yeah no trinaldo poked dwight grant and he was deducted a point too so right. that night basically that fight night was yeah like the, the referees were a lot more strict in this fight night on the ipokes than they have been in the past so i can i yeah. can you know that there was probably a lack of consistency there but that's what should happen if you poke somebody like yeah, three or four times that was my question so uh, so do you think that the point deduction immediately is the right thing to do or the leeway that is given to fighters uh, in general i think you the warned right them like two twice i think you warned them twice you give them two warnings hey hey man take it easy with those eye pokes because it is entirely possible that one or two times it is completely accidental accidental hmm. eye pokes happen and Yeah, GSP has talked about it on on his show as well. When he was pitching mm -hmm. his gloves to UFC, he's like, "The gloves are such that they put your hands out like this. Like, you yeah, have to try like very this. hard to like close your fist. Yeah, you have to try very hard to close your fist. And they've actually presented gloves to the UFC where you're able to close your fist a lot easier. So he says that it's not necessarily the fighter's problem; it's the gloves. that pull your hand back and so your hands are like this whenever you're trying to throw a jab or you're trying to defend so it's not always the fighter's problem so some leeway needs to be given because the gloves are also problematic but endless leeway cannot be given you do it two or three times and then after that you should have a point deduction also trevor whitman seems to have developed uh, certain gloves which he tried to pitch to ufc but i think the problem there was yeah, yeah, ufc yeah, said we'll have huh? to own the company and trevor refused to do that otherwise yeah. uh, i've heard jason uh, justin gaethje talk about it that we barely get any eye pokes because when they practice they don't wear uh, ufc gloves they wear trevor whitman's gloves which he has basically designed personally and because uh, a much easier was, to close uh, your fist that's the thing like you're supposed to have a closed fist and the ufc gloves make it fairly difficult for you to have closed fists hmm I don't know why UFC seems to be doing some things in an absolutely well, absurd way. They, it's 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 what can make you the most amount of money. Like if you hmm. own the branding, like if you own the apparel, if the UFC owns Reebok apparel or all of the, or if Venom is making all the apparel, then all the money goes to UFC and some money goes to Venom. Yeah. If fighters are able to choose their own apparel, their own sponsorships, then the money goes to them. It doesn't go to go to the UFC. True. UFC wants to make as much money as possible and it's the same thing with the gloves because Whitman mm. doesn't want to sell his gloves he wants to do a partnership that means Whitman mm. Whitman will get money as well and UFC wants ki bhai sara ka sara paisa mere ko hi mile UFC sara paisa khud khana chahti hai badi lalchi hai UFC 
All right, another card that uh, I I I could not watch the fights, but I think we should talk about it is this one. Uh, just a couple of them. So the PFL just concluded uh, 2021 <laughs> season. So Kayla Harrison defeated Taylor, Taylor Guardado via submission armbar. Kabai ki ye UFC mein. So iske baare mein baat karte hain. Ray hmm. Cooper three defeated Magomed Magomed Karimov via KO at three or two of round three to win PFL welterweight tournament. Hmm. Now this is the interesting one. Uh, Abigail Montez defeated Clarissa Shields. She's the boxing Ooh. champion via split decision. Wow. And uh, uh, two three points that I want to talk about. Uh, so. This is what disturbs me. So first, I'll give you a little bit of information. This okay. fight should not have been on the main card. Look, let's see. A real Clarissa Shields is not a good fighter when it comes to MMA. Mm. They pushed this fight. Antonio Carlos Jr. versus Martin Hamlet. Look, this is a light heavyweight tournament belt fight. They put it on the prelim to a- accommodate. What? Clarissa Shields. Clarissa Shields. What do you what What is your reaction to this first? I I knew I mean, you'd not know it, so I wanted to see your reaction it's, now. It's it's the MM. It's the UFC model again. At the end of the day, if you look at the UFC, the UFC doesn't really care about who's ranked, who's not ranked, who's deserving, who's not deserving. They care about what's gonna get us eyeballs, what's gonna get us pay per view buys, what's gonna get us social media clicks, what's gonna get us money. And uh, mm. I can't blame PFL for going down that same route. Why does Nate Diaz keep getting fight after fight after fight, despite not, despite losing the last three fights or something like that? He's a star. People want to watch him. Same with. Okay, another thing I want to uh, talk to you about. Two things. What do you make of Nick Diaz suddenly changing the weight category and the same thing that Costa has done? So, so two yeah. two layers to this. Nick, do you think both the situations are the same? Or they're not. Secondly, do you think Costa will ever get a main event again in his life, as far as the UFC is concerned? How old is Costa? He's not that old. He's like thirty, right? He's not that 30, old at all. Thirty, yeah. Yeah, he's like thirty. Yeah. Do you think? I don't think so. So Dana White, I in the post uh, post fights uh, press con said Costa will never fight in one eighty five. He's going to two o five, and uh, Costa was like, no, 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 Matto Ladunga, but whatever. Yeah. I think Costa's behavior was absurd in the whole fight week. Yeah, it what was. he was doing. It was. It was just like absurd. you're supposed it, it, to be a hundred and eighty-five pounder, yeah. How are you bloody weighing in at two o four? Yeah. How are you weighing in at two o four, man? What are you doing? You have yeah, it's, you it's have this crazy. fight prepared for three months. You have time, like you know. And somebody mm-hmm. tweeted, Anthony Johnson tweeted, Rumble tweeted. Rumble said that, yeah, I have missed a number of I have missed weight a number of times in my career, but I've never bitched and moaned about. missing weight or like having to lose weight or anything like that even if mm-hmm. i missed weight i have always tried my hardest to at least try to make the weight you know I, whenever mm-hmm. i've missed weight i've missed weight by 1 pound 2 pounds that's it yeah but this guy missed weight by almost 20 pounds almost you know mm-hmm. so that's that i don't think that's almost inexcusable if you miss mm-hmm. weight by almost 20 pounds that's inexcusable like when rumble misses weight by like a pound and a half that's like eh whatever man Like 15 20 pounds is ridiculous. What did you make of Nick Diaz's comeback? <sighs> I got depressed. I think he should retire. I I, I, don't know. I just found honestly. it very depressing. Especially depressed. his interview with uh, who was that guy from ESPN? I just felt so sad listening to what Nick Diaz was saying. I just After like, the fight. Kyun lad raha hai? Nahi before the fight. Yeah, I, I just it 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 
it looked like he felt like he had something to prove, but at the same time, not truly feeling like he had something to prove. Like it looks like he it was more for pride than for really the need to, you know, showcase himself or show that he still got it. It was like people yeah. think that I I don't have it anymore. People think that I'm old news. I'm not really old news, but I don't really want to do this anymore. And he said so as much himself that I don't like this weight cutting stuff. I don't like to prepare for a fight. When mm. I'm in the fight, it's fine. But the, all the preparation, going to the gym every morning, I don't like that shit. So that you yeah. know that that's the point when a fighter doesn't really want to do it anymore. That's what Paul Felder said. That he said, I'm quitting because I don't want to go to the gym every morning. I don't want to be like, okay, what happens when I win this fight? Do I want to fight again and again and again till I go to the championship? I just don't have that kind of desire anymore. I just want to chill. So I don't want to fight anymore. And that's where I feel like Nick Diaz is. True, true. By the way, this guy, Ray Cooper 3, who defeated Magomed, he's a good fighter. So if you guys have not checked him out, highly recommend to check him out. He is one hell of a welterweight fighter. And this guy, Magomed, Magomed Kerimov, is the guy who beat Tokov, I think. So he's no chum either. He's yeah, Yeah. Tokov from Bellator. He's no chum either. He's these are very good fighters. But now, okay, we have to talk about it. So Kayla Harrison, Kiejo opponents use ka record Kathamalma Gordado. Three and one. <laughs> so she's also getting patsies. Basically. Point so let's have this discussion. Let's have this discussion. So what should a fighter do? So let's take the example. So Josh Thompson talks about this all the time on his podcast. And I've heard the biggest promo, uh, proponent of uh, free agency has been Eddie Alvarez. So yeah. Eddie Alvarez is one guy who has virtually gone to almost every promotion and become a champion there. Bellator yeah. champion, tha, UFC champion. Tha. I don't know if he's won the championship and won championship. I don't think so. He has. But no, 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 no. he was a champion. But uh, there is the uh, Josh Thompson or the Eddie Alvarez school that says, now in Kayla Harrison's case, it is crystal clear that she is the face of the PFL and they yeah. are paying her shitloads of money to fight in the PFL. But there are three problems here. A, PFL, I, I'm not trying to put PFL down. I think they put some great fights up. And by the way, anybody who uh, underestimates these promotions, just remember, Pettis went there, lost. Uh, the, who's uh, who's the guy who beat F- Fyodor? Uh, yaar, wo jo Brazilian heavyweight. Tha, yaar, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Verdum. Verdum. Verdum lost. And one other guy was Canadian, who fights with GSP. Fight karta tha, jiski, uh, Rory McDonald. Ke saath, uh, uh, yeah. So McDonald, nah, McDonald, wo bhi no, gaya tha, PFL yeah, wo bhi har gaya. So do not underestimate uh, Bellator or PFL. Yeah. I'm not saying they're as good as uh, UFC, but there are good fighters there. But having yeah. said that, Kayla Harrison's a unique case. She fights at 155 pounds. So a lot of time PFL has to put fighters who are 135 mm. or 145 pound fighters over there. She's not cutting weight and coming down. I, she clearly showed in that uh, Invicta FC fight where she could easily cut to 145 and she yeah. went there while COVID was happening and PFL was shut. The thing is that she gets shitloads of money in PFL. Now, if she comes to UFC, she does not have that kind of bargaining chip that she has with PFL. You don't think? Because, nah, yeah, because UFC has faces like Rose Dama Yunus, uh, I know, but like Amanda Yunus. I know, but... Speaking of Amanda Nunes, you're looking at a, a fighter and a champion 
who basically hmm. has no competition in her division zero hmm. nobody has even come close to giving amanda nunes any kind of trouble nobody hmm. and then you can like you know ufc is very good at marketing people you can market this kayla harrison as this like ivan drogo kind of character ivan drago kind of character who's like coming from pfl and she's very good at selling herself as well she can come and she mm. can like call out amanda nunes and she can be like i will come to the ufc they're in the same uh, academy the by the way they're in the same one right yeah 145 they can both fight 145 and 145 has no fighters in the ufc nothing khali pada hai pura biaban hai wahan par to bellator bhi khali hai bhi khali hai na wo bhi problem they need a star they need a star badly because this amanda nunes just beating chumps is going to get boring very quickly and mm. then she's not she's going to stop selling tickets she's going to stop selling pay per views because they're like are yaar amanda nunes aayegi kisi ko peetegi ghar jayegi what's the point but if you have mm. somebody like a kayla harrison then immediately it's like ooh i don't know about mm. this fight so in my view kayla harrison ke liye there are two ways to look at it I don't think so UFC will give her the kind of money PFL is I'm just being very honest here until and unless she doesn't become a champion in UFC that's just the fact of life because she brings unique value to PFL she does not bring that level of uniqueness to UFC sure, they have enough tell me stars this. over there tell me this what if she comes immediately hmm. is put into a title fight with Nunes beats Nunes do you yeah, think the the, the do you think they'll the give money... her a title fight yeah Who's known as going to fight? Nobody. Who's there in her division to fight? No one is there. She's sitting at home and relaxing at home. She's playing with her kids. No one has it. So give her an actual fight. What happens if she comes to the UFC? Okay, in her Nunez fight, she doesn't get paid a lot. No worries. But what happens hmm. if she beats Nunez and becomes champion? The ceiling... Then she of, becomes a champion, yeah. Well, that's what I'm But, saying. Like, the uh, ceiling of the kind of money that she can make if she's UFC champion is much higher than the amount of money that she can make in the PFL. But that's here's the, the problem, right? The, the signing money is going to be the big problem here because... I mean, have you seen Dana White's comments, the recent comment he made on Kayla Harrison? He's like, look, Kayla is making tons of money. I think she should stay in PFL was basically the gist of the message yeah. Dana White yeah. gave. Well, obviously, so, he's trying to make sure that he doesn't have to pay Kayla Harrison a lot. That's why he's saying he'll be happy to have her in the UFC, but he doesn't want to pay her a shit ton of money. That's why he's true. saying, Yo, stay in the PFL. Don't worry. True. But I think Kayla Harrison has to go either to Bellator or UFC. Personally, I would not want her to go to UFC. I want her to go to Bellator, fight Cyborg. Oh, I, yeah. Cyborg uh, yeah, uh, is the one. I think PFL, and now she's a free agent, by the way. So this was her last fight with PFL. Okay. Her contract has expired now. I think she's a free agent now. I think most probably, I think Bell, Bellator is going to pick her up Fine. and let her show her, uh, you know, heft in Bellator. Yeah. And then maybe after that, Yeah. Maybe finally two years down the line she can make that journey to UFC. But Kayla mm-hmm. Harrison, and here's the thing with you know upper weight classes. You have a lot of fighters in 105, 115 pounds, um, and then it starts reducing. Like just yeah. see what's happening at 125 pounds. Look, I'm not trying to put down any 125 pound fighter, but look at how Valentina Shevchenko is just dominating. Yeah, she's just division. eating everyone. Yeah. 
या मतलब वो वो मतलब उससे वही याद आता है देखो ये मजाक हो रहा है क्या हो रहा है मतलब वही काइंड ऑफ फीलिंग आती है जब वैलेंटीना फाइट करती है एंड एंड यू नो इट्स जस्ट एंड देन द सेम स्टोरी इज देयर इन 135 ऑल्दो 135 में फिर भी कुछ अच्छे थे यू हैव अ फ्यू फाइव सिक्स गुड फाइटर्स देयर बट आई मीन अमांडा न्यूनेस इज जस्ट लोड्स 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 इट्स द 115 दैट्स द मोस्ट कंपटिटिव वन आई थिंक या दैट्स द बेस्ट आई थिंक विमेन में 115 पाउंड डिवीजन इज द बेस्ट डिवीजन आई थिंक बाय फार द बेस्ट डिवीजन एंड आई आई जस्ट फील I don't know what's going to happen. Another good fight I think uh, is coming down in Singapore one championship announced uh, some changes to their new card next gen card uh, is going to be on 29th of October and I think Ritu Fogart now has a uh, a new so opponent. So her opponent now. dropped out, yeah. Yeah, so so she was supposed to fight uh, uh someone else. Uh, I mean I think she has stepped in because uh itsuki hirata withdrew mm-hmm. from her fight uh, with general uh, noslim and i think ritu is going yeah. to come in and fight her now in the world grand prix so i yeah. think ritu comes in as a late uh, replacement in that fight uh, obviously uh, uh, as indians we would want ritu to win <laughs> and we hope yeah and again if you if you're looking for if you're either sick of cricket or you just looking for other sports to do well in india as well go support a indian sports person man an up and coming fighter yeah. like ritu go support her absolutely we should yeah. we should How we cool should how would it and... be have to have a one champion you know uh, an indian one champion how cool would that be it would be amazing Arjun i Bullard think india needs yeah <laughs> bullard is not indian bullard is not yeah, bullard, yeah. bullard is a canadian fighter yeah. uh one more thing did you see Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Three. Did you see that fight? What a fight! What a fight! The heavyweight division is back. Oh my God, man! What a fight that was. But, and the, that's the thing. Like, there is no fighter. I think heavyweight fighter in the world in the last fifteen, twenty years like Tyson Fury. There's just not been a boxer like that. like that guy has no right to move as quickly and as lightly yeah. as he does he has no right in the world if you're at 69 whatever the hell 280 pounds or whatever the hell he was 265 or something like that mm-hmm. you have no right on god's green earth to move that quickly that's ridiculous that's just that's some robot shit right there so yeah it's, it's the the level jo difference tha na boxing ke level mein between wilder mm-hmm. and fury was just too big fury is too technical too quick too proficient for uh wilder wilder ke sath kya hai ki he just hits very very hard and he dropped fury twice like Fort he's Trump. not a very technical boxer but ye sala marta hai to mar jaoge that's the thing with wilder yeah but he has knocked everyone out yeah because he hits Other like a bloody fury. building but what does it say about fury and his chin <laughs> how i mean just think about it yeah. till round 3 you are like wilder kyon lada and then round 4 comes and he's <laughs> like okay main iske liye lada two knockdowns bam bam or the second knockdown did you see that second knockdown any yeah. other fighter in the world dies after eating only tyson fury <laughs> gets out of only this that. only sirf wo sala khada ho gaya maine kaha yaar the that punch was flush on the face 
और हाउ इट डिट एनी अदर फाइटर इट वुड लेटा उसके बाद खड़ा भी हो गया तुरंत में कि ये गजब आदमी है भाई and let's talk about this too uh, did you see usik versus joshua did you see that fight oh my god joshua again got <laughs> look at this this is a great comment he said mma fan make joshua and fury stand side by side and try and explaining to your girlfriend that fury is the better boxer <laughs> 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 seriously man <laughs> seriously but but Okay so let's talk about the heavyweight scenario uh, yeah. I know by the way we are going to have um, I think uh, uh, Canelo is fighting very soon so I'm really excited about that so yeah. I know that is coming uh, but let's talk about this so basically Usyk ne aake party kharab kar di abhi yeah so do you think jo- uh, so Joshua has obviously gone for the rematch because boxing has that clauses hote hain yeah, yeah. contracts mein clauses hote hain so तो जोशुआ उसिक राइट जोशुआ Don't be, but, don't do this. Hey, I'm gonna fight and defend my belt. Dillian fight just is, do is going fights. to be a good super fight too. Dillian, look, this is the first time that the heavyweight division has Joshua. Uh, Usyk is not heavyweight, but okay, now he is. So you can talk Usyk, uh, yeah. Andy Ruiz, Deontay Wilder, Tyson yeah. Fury, Dillian White. There are some really heavyweight good... looking good after a long time. Yeah, because see, the Klitschko era was jab, jab, clinch, yeah. jab, jab, clinch. <laughs> that that's the Klitschko era. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. And full respect to both Vitali and Vladimir Klitschko. They were legends, and they dominated, right? But the point was, boxing lost a lot of fans. Yeah, it's a fight sport, right? You want violence. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. And the you thing is, it's not that it's not that Tyson Fury is like the most violent, hardest. You know, Tyson Fury is not Mike Tyson. He's Mike technique. Tyson used to murder people, send them to hell. Tyson Fury is not doing that. Tyson Fury is just such. He's on another level when it comes to like technique. his technique is unmatched in the last 20 years there's not a boxer who is as technically proficient as tyson fury mm-hmm. and he's large built like a brick shit house and he's the most technical boxer i've seen in the last 20 years that's why it, it's so exciting and he talks good so, shit too so he talks so let game. me put put few combinations to you usik joshua do you think joshua wins the rematch uh, i'll give you my answer first i think no i think usik pieces him up again yeah Yeah, I think so. But Usyk Usyk uh, Fury is still a great fight. Joshua uh, Joshua Fury is a great fight. I think Usyk Fury is also a great fight. I would be I think Joshua I think Fury destroys Joshua. I think Fury destroys Usyk. But I'll tell you one fight yeah. that they should make yeah. now. If Usyk and Joshua uh, ends up with Usyk winning, then they do Fury Usyk, but they should do Deontay Wilder versus Joshua. I think that that's yes. what they should do. And that's and let me put it this put this on record. I think Wilder beats Joshua. Yeah, because, because Joshua does not have that Joshua's fury chin. Chin has come into question in the last yes. couple of years. That's the yes, thing. Yes, sir. And if yes, you sir. get hit by if you're willing to get hit by Wilder, you better pray to God you have a very good chin. 
Oh yes. Because <laughs> he oh, will yes. kill you. He will send you oh, into yeah. the <laughs> fourth dimension. I I don't know where one fits Andy Ruiz in this entire thing and Dillian yeah. White, but look, we have some really really uh, good fights. By the way, I. I Rico Verhoeven also won uh, oh, yeah, a, a fight in glory. Uh, that was a killer fight. You should have yeah. seen that. Oh, complete violence. <laughs> it was a trilogy. Complete, complete violence. By the way, yeah. uh, you have Teofimo Lopez comes versus over to Tank, the UFC Tank sometime, Davis. Man. I would like to see that yeah. guy sometime in the UFC. Because like that guy reminds me a lot of uh, Cyril Ghan. Oh, yes. Yeah. Rico Verhoeven is just such a technical fighter. Yeah, man. that's he's, what I'm saying. He reminds me a lot of Cyril Gahn. So I'm like, that guy could probably do well in the UFC. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to Canelo's fight too. But I don't know if you heard this news. A couple of news. So I, first, I so obviously, Aaron Bronstetter tweeted this. Kevin Lee has been removed from the UFC fan rankings pool. Lee recently revealed that he had been flagged for a banned substance. I think it was uh, oh. Adderall. Uh, if I remember correctly, right. which may be the cause for this removal. So hmm. that that's one news. But the other news is what I want to share with you. So UFC veteran Mike Perry has <laughs> inked a multi-fight contract to join BKFC. The hell is BKFC? That's good news. What bare knuckle BKFC? fighting championship. Oh, he's going bare knuckle. That's yeah, Mike Perry's thing. That, that he is, does that is, Yeah, that is Mike Perry's like ultimate destination. I feel like usko <laughs> He's, he's got all the. It, man. See, he's got all the tools. He can't wrestle. He's got tons of brain damage, and he's a good boxer. So he's perfect for bare only, fighting. No, no, no. But and he, he, his mindset is made for BKFC. Yeah. He'll be very ho. good. Good, 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 good. This is a good partnership. Yeah, yeah, it's it's brilliant. So yeah. I was so happy when I read this news. I was like, Shabash, Mike Perry, tu apni, tum apne makam pe gaye ho, jahan hona tha. I was like, whoa, this, this is home. the best news. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was so excited with that news. I was like, damn, Mike Perry, finally, uh, you know, <laughs> you you go to the one place where you belong. And, and, and I'm happy and I, and I wish him all the best. I think he's going to be a good addition to BKFC. Uh, and he's going to be fighting in the welterweight division where, if I remember correctly, Thiago Alves, who was a fighter from UFC, is going to be the going to be yeah. or is the is the current champion. So uh, now, one last thing: what did you make of this entire Jake Paul fiasco with Tyron Woodley? And what uh, yeah. what do you think? How, do you think this is going to be over, or there is still uh, oh, no, no. some something left to milk it? Oh, between them two, this is this over, or do you mean between Jake Paul and like? No, nee, no, nee, uh, Jake UFC Paul, uh, J- Jake Paul, the cash cow. Let's no, no, this is that. not over. This is not over. This is only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And this is a great way for UFC fighters who are either at the end of their career or who are looking for a big payday. This is a very good way for them to make a little bit extra cash. So I mm. think more and more UFC fighters who are either. In, in, who are in that position are going to be like, hey man, I'll, I'll fight you. Don't worry about it. I'll fight you. And UFC fi- MMA fans will hate it. But hey man, money talks at the end of the day. If you can get eyeballs and money, then fighters are willing to do it. Yeah, fighters will be willing to do it. I won't be surprised if one day Nate Diaz is like, screw it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. One last thing we'll discuss and then we'll wrap today's discussion up. John Jones. 
and uh, john okay, jones so, versus john jones that's the ultimate fight <laughs> yeah so i mean did you see his insta post i i mean his attempt to you know kind of resurrect his image and no what did he do know what's happening man we are mai mehnat karunga mujhe sharab nahi deni that's what he always says that's what he always said i just work hard keep my banda hai na wo 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 khud ka sabse bada dushman hai aur fir wo वायलेंट बॉब रॉस वो तो पकड़ा ही गया है डोमेस्टिक वायलेंस के लिए वो हुआ है और चक लिडेल के केस में उसकी वाइफ ने आई थिंक ऐसा कुछ हुआ था कि हाँ तो उसकी वाइफ ने उसे किया था तो वो चले गए क्योंकि कैलिफोर्निया में लॉ है कि आप जब जाते हो और डोमेस्टिक वायलेंस होती है तो किसी एक को जेल जाना पड़ता है सेपरेट करने के लिए सो चक ने बोला नहीं मेरी वाइफ नहीं जाएगी मैं जाऊंगा और बाद में आई थिंक दे फाइल फॉर डिवोर्स तो ये ये सब जब तू शादी शुदी कर रहा था और घूमी घूमी गया था तो ये सब हुआ है एमएमए के वर्ल्ड में जॉन न्यूजीलैंड हैज प्रिटी मच डिसाइडेड टू डिस्ट्रॉय मिक्स मार्शल आर्ट्स आई थिंक दे हैव गिवन यू नो एग्जामेशन टू क्रिकेट Hmm. they have given exemptions to the black caps but uh, it it seems as if mma does not deserve exemptions and did you see the whole thing about israel adesanya talking about it openly and saying i'm never fighting in new zealand again wow. i tried no, to I put this sport on the ma- map in new zealand yeah. and you know these guys don't care for us yeah, dan yeah. hooker poor guy Even you know hooker, he's fighting yeah. yeah so these guys have been talking about it and, and it has come to a point that i think too, like kaikara france they've got good people coming up yeah too. yeah yeah kaikara yeah. france is fighting uh, yeah. this guy on uh, 260 cody garbrand fighting right yeah cody garbrand so yeah. it has come to a point that i think city kickboxing has decided that most probably they're going to move to the united states of america from new zealand oh, and this is a huge wow. blow to mixed martial wow. arts down under mixed martial arts was coming up down under yeah, they had some killer in a big fighting. way Australia and New Zealand and Hey yaar you have two this, champions from that area now you have two champions Yeah yeah and yeah. and what do you think then what happens to Adesanya Whitaker now that Australia and New Zealand are prison island officially uh aur kya bolenge yaar they're prison island they've gone bonkers with covid i think this has gone crazy with covid yeah. the covid policies make no sense anymore yeah. and do you I mean, I I I just feel it is such I, a I don't know I don't loss. know if if nothing changes let you know I think a lot depends on what happens in 2022 if nothing changes in 2022 then all these businesses like city kickboxing they will be mm. their hand will be forced then new zealand government can't complain ki are are kyun chale gaye and all that because if if you still are following these same policies in 2022 then you're forcing people's hand then city kickboxing has two options either to just shut down shop or move to another yeah. country so uh yeah i th- i think they'll stick it out because city kickboxing it's it's new zealand run it's run by a maori guy so it's i think they'll stick it out for a little while more but if 2022 is just like 2021 in new zealand i can see them moving yeah and that that's a that's a shame because it's a huge loss for new zealand i think they'll move because i'm trying to look at that clip by <laughs> behan jacinda uh, <laughs> oh yeah yeah i remember like vaccinated and unvaccinated class that one right yeah i mean what the hell okay yeah here here yeah. it is let you see we have to play this look you can't have leaders saying things like this with a straight face scares <laughs> the shit out of me they do all the time 
become a member on patreon youtube you know the drill or send your donations through upi or buy the merch i'll see you next week 
until then uh, by the way i think on the first sham and i and nikhil are talking about a very serious topic where <laughs> we are going to discuss wokeism in sports so yes. please look forward to that chat that will be on 8 pm ist but uh, we'll see you next monday sham and i will be definitely there most probably nikhil mehra will also join us so i'll see you next time until then take care bye, bye. 